Welcome to Landmark Worship Center's audio podcast. We hope that this message will inspire and encourage your life. So open your heart and mind and receive what God has for you today. Before I start, of course, I'm going to turn your attention to the book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 22 through 32. Matthew 12. 22 through 32 and as we're turning there in our Bibles I just want to ask the question here tonight first of all who all's tired raise your hand oh look at the hands well I just pray that we will just kind of relax in the Lord here tonight as we just kind of delve into the word of God we felt the presence of the Lord and that is very healing there's a healing touch of his spirit when it moves healing in the heart soul mind and uh, just to know that that he there is nothing too dirty there's nothing uh, that's too unworthy that God can't cleanse and forgive and wash clean and I thank the Lord that he's done that for us can, can I hear an amen amen I'm going to ask the question here tonight if you would like to share this with our congregation or class here tonight of what has God delivered you of in your life? What has God delivered you of? Anybody want to start? Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's two, three things, maybe it's maybe it's something you don't even want to talk about. So yes, Mr. Sherry. And it's a beautiful miracle. It's Deliverance, and and I can see growth in your life, and uh, it's so important. Like what you're feeling here tonight, in the presence of God, that just gives you more strength and more growth in God, and the Word of God, and the Spirit of God. All of those things keeps us going, and uh, thank the Lord for that uh, deliverance. He's delivered, and He's got so many more things for you in your life. Thank the Lord for that. Anybody else? Yes, Sister Connie. Or, uh, we're, we're talking about miracles here. <laughs> Miracle deliverance. Thank the Lord for that. Uh, Sister Juan, you had your hand up. Amen. What a... What a transformation has happened in these testimonies here tonight. Um, you know, I can remember back when, like, when Sister Amanda came to church and gave her heart to the Lord and just the growth and the change that happened there. Brother Luke, amen, and their family. Thank the Lord for that. I remember their wedding day. <laughs> we've, come a long, we've come a long ways, haven't we? Praise God. Sister Sheets, a miracle of deliverance. Someone else? These are good. Anybody else? Well, look. Testimonies of miracles and deliverance. Praise God. Yes. Amen. What a what a miracle of deliverance. Praise God. I know there's some more here tonight. Anybody else want to 
say what God has delivered you of. Yes. Amen. What a, what a beautiful thing that we are able to feel God's presence, know the truth of the word of God, and we, we know what the power of healing is. We know what the power of deliverance is. And, and we also know without a doubt that it is the power, the supernatural power of God that has delivered us. Amen. Let's just thank the Lord right now for that. God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord, for coming and intervening in our lives and touching us, giving us hope, giving us something to stand upon, knowing, God, without a doubt that you are a God of all powerful, supernatural power. Amen. The creator of all creation, the redeemer, the deliverer, the heavenly father, the prince of peace. God, you are everything that we need. And I thank you, God, for it here tonight. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We could, we could go on and on for all, all night talking about the delivering power of God. But it is a miracle. We talked last uh, time we taught here on Wednesday night about the miracle of provision and how that God has supplied miraculously the provisions that we need. And he takes care of us. He does take care of us. But when we talk about the miracle of deliverance, um, we couldn't overcome it on our own. Yeah, we can try to overcome some things on our own. You know, willpower, you've heard that. We, you know, we got willpower to overcome some things. But, but when it really comes down to complete deliverance, that's when God has to step into our lives. And it is a miracle of deliverance. I thank the Lord for that. But, you know, so I heard someone say, work in progress. Well, we are. We're a work in progress. I mean, I've been living for the Lord since 1977. Uh, that's, that's a long time. Um, but I'm still a work in progress. I, uh, I, I, the Lord is still speak, speaking to me, showing me things in the Word. Every time I pick the Word up and read it, uh, I, I learn something new. And I, I want to say here, uh, we're getting ready to go into a new year. It would be a good year for the year 2021. 20 to read the Bible through on the bread reading program and uh, that would be a beautiful thing because every time I pick up the Bible and read it I just learn something new something fresh something for that day Sister Sherry something that I need uh, at least for that day that week that month um, I just find something very fresh every time I read it yeah it's a book that it's, it goes back to ancient times, but it is relevant today. Brother Eric, it's, it's relevant today. And as you speak the word, there's power in that word. But thank the Lord that he is a all-powerful God and he delivers us. In the book of Matthew chapter 12, verse 22, says, Then was brought unto him one possessed with the devil, blind and dumb, and he healed him insomuch that the blind and dumb both spake and saw. And all the people were amazed, in verse 23, and said, Is not this the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow doth not cast out devils, but by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Verse 25, And Jesus knew their thoughts, and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand verse 26 and if Satan cast out Satan 
he is divided against himself how shall then his kingdom stand and if I by Beelzebub cast out devils by whom do your children cast them out therefore they shall be your judges verse 28 but if I cast out devils by the spirit of God then the kingdom of God is come unto you or else how can one enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods except he first bind the strong man and then he will spoil his house and he he that is not with me is against me and he that gathereth not with me scattereth abroad wherefore I say unto you all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven unto men but the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men and whosoever speaketh a word against the Son of Man it shall be forgiven him but whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost it shall not be forgiven him neither is this world neither in the world to come I, I don't know how anybody could experience the power the delivering power of the Holy Ghost and then at some point in their life turn against it or talk against it there's such a beautiful delivering power in the power of the Holy Ghost I remember when I spoke in tongues I know that I was carrying the weight of darkness upon my life and it was upon my family it was a weight of darkness and it was a difficult difficult time we had a, had a good family but yet we were carrying sin we were carrying uh, the flesh the carnality the things of life things that we couldn't overcome on our own but when we turned it all over to the Lord I felt a freedom I felt that darkness and that sin and that struggle and those weights I felt delivered that night and you know that's what people need to experience must experience let me put it that way they must experience that because when God's spirit truly delivers somebody they will feel a freedom and a liberty they will be a glow on their face there will be a joy in their heart and it will totally change their life I heard someone say tonight uh, you know about the scripture uh, all things cast away all things become new and, and that's what deliverance from the power of in, in the power of God's presence is it delivers us from darkness evil sin weights weights and burdens of the weights of the world upon us but we feel the freedom and liberty of the spirit and you know when I came to the Lord I didn't I didn't get everything all at once some of you might have got it all at once but I didn't it just it I, it created a hunger in me that I would just want to keep coming and I want to keep getting closer and closer to God I just wanted to draw nearer and nearer to the Lord I was I was telling my pastor I want to hear what it takes to get closer to God and he preached the word and he preached faith and he 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 uh, uh, we had some powerful moves of God my pastor was a very unusual man he did unusual things at times in his faith uh, I remember one night we were getting ready to have revival service and he told someone to go in the other room and get the Springfield Missouri uh, phone book and they brought it in and he at the pulpit started 
tearing pages out and said here you go call all these people on this page and invite them to church and he'd rip some more out and he said here you go call and he started handing them out to the church and and uh i remember taking that paper that i got and i went through every name on that on that paper calling these people and saying we want to invite you to our church we're having revival and this is when it is and and uh, we even, before the revival service, we got in our cars and drove around the whole perimeter of the city of Springfield, Missouri, and um, prayed over our city. And uh, we had a powerful, powerful revival. We even did that here in Befalto. Uh And we had some miracles happen. Sister Juwan, I don't know, Sister Sheets, if you remember this, Sister Debbie, um, but... <laughs> We got in our vehicles on a, I think it was a Sunday night, and we began, to, we were getting ready to have revival, and we drove around the city, and we started praying over our city, and we went to the high school, and uh, we laid hands on the high school and prayed for the high school and the students and the teachers and the administrators. Remember that? And, and then we stopped by the police station over here, and we laid hands on the police station and prayed for the police officers and uh, all the people that uh, might have a problem in this city <laughs> we prayed for all of them and uh, we went in and told the police officers everything's going to be okay tonight because God we prayed over the police station we pray over the city and I know God's going to take care of everything they must have took that to heart because that night that very night uh, there was a man in this city that his mailbox had a Nazi sign on it outside out in the edge of town and uh, they went in that night and raided his house and found all kinds of illegal weapons in the home. And he was kind of a different kind of guy. I, I knew him, and uh, some of you knew him. Uh, but uh, they confiscated with no, with, with no uh, problem that night. They went into his home, took these uh, weapons, and took him to the, the city jail and with no incident happening. So they must have took that to heart. These people, Landmark has prayed over this city. So we're gonna go in and take these guns that are there, we know they're there, and uh, there was no problem at all. But you know, God does some powerful things. He does some very powerful things. And um, what, what an experience it is in God when God delivers us. Beautiful testimony, it's good to hear these things about what God has done and is doing but it's not I didn't get it all at once it, it was a step here a step there it was a preaching of a word here I remember the first time I ever shouted and danced in the spirit I remember the message uh, that you could be the one that starts the fire that was the message that was preached and I remember brother Moulter preached that message at our church he was preaching revival services for us and the power of God hit me and uh, I'll, I'll never forget it I'll never forget that experience deliverance when the power of God moved upon my heart and, and just totally delivered me and a little here a little there continual growth in God you know uh, sometimes it takes some time sometimes we get it quick sometimes we get it just a little here a little there but as long as we're growing in God and walking toward the Lord, God's got more deliverances here for us. And it's a miracle. When God's spirit moves, it is a powerful miracle. 
and we're growing in God and we're learning more about God. We're learning more, Sister Connie, about how to overcome ourselves through the power of God's word and his spirit. Amen. And that's the beautiful thing about living for God. We're all in this together. I, I, I was talking to a couple of people here this past week and even last week. I was talking about, uh, we just got talking about heaven. We got talking about people that have gone on before us. And, and I, I just stopped and got to thinking about it. I thought, wow, what a, what a family reunion we're going to have when we get to heaven. You know, we're delivered by some things here in this earth, but here's the thing about it. When we get there, it's complete deliverance. What a joy that it's going to be. And I, I'm going to, uh, I, I want Landmark to, to walk into the, I want us not, maybe not just walk into, I want us to run to the throne of God together and rejoice and shout and dance and worship the Lord and thank him for the miracles of deliverance. Amen. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what God has for us. But I'm excited about this hour now. I'm excited about who God is going to reach and deliver that, that are not a part of our church yet. I'm excited about that because there is a miracle of deliverance for them. People are going to receive the Holy Ghost and they're going to be delivered. Thank God. They're going to be delivered from drugs, from alcohol, from uh, uh, sinful lifestyles from carnality the flesh and following the ways of the world and walking in darkness and the evil things in our world but God is going to deliver them set them free just like he has us amen but there's a powerful experience in God but we know it comes from the presence of the Lord the power of God Jesus was in the Bible and we all know this it was a miracle worker he was a miracle worker. He healed physical needs that they had. There was people that were lame, couldn't walk. He healed them. He healed the blinded eyes and opened them where they could see. He, he unstopped the deaf ears of those that couldn't hear. He healed so many different things physically in their bodies. But, and he was a miracle worker. He also was into the deliverance from demonic spirits. He, he had the power to overcome demons from hell that were trying to disrupt and, dis, and disturb people's lives. The devil doesn't want us to live in peace and in joy and happiness, but God does. Guess who's going to win out if we allow him to do that? It's God because he has all power in heaven and in earth. We're not just going to have a great time when we get to heaven. We're going to have a great time here rejoicing in the Lord. But the Lord is a miracle worker in deliverance from demonic spirits. He also delivers people of the human spirit from the bondage to the forces of darkness. I think that falls into the category of overcoming ourselves, that human spirit. We've got to overcome and break, but God can break it and give us desires to follow his word and his will. Uh, demonic spirits, they operate through possessions, as we know. There are times that people have been possessed of spirits, but they also operate through deceit. The devil and the demonic spirits don't want you to know truth. They don't want you to know the truth. Thank God for the truth of the word of God. 
Amen. I, I, I don't want the word of God watered down. I want the word of God just as it is. Yeah, they, I want the power of salvation. Acts 2.38 is not, has not changed. You still have to repent of your sins. You still have to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ in a watery grave. It hasn't changed. The word of God hasn't changed. And then the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It hasn't changed with the evidence of speaking in tongues. That's what the Bible says. It's not... Okay, um, all of a sudden, um, you know, people are not getting it. You know why they're not getting it? Because they're not giving up everything. Hello? Are you still out there? That, that's the whole thing. If people come to this altar and I'm telling you, just lay it all down, give it all to God, repent of their sins, they're going to receive the Holy Ghost. There is no doubt about that. But there, there's points where even preachers get to the point uh, and religions and churches get to the point where, well, they're not getting it, so I guess we need to change the word so that it, uh, they get it when they just uh, say the sinner's prayer. They get the Holy Ghost. No, there is a sign. The sign of the Holy Ghost is that unruly member of your body that you can't tame, it's the tongue. And when we begin to receive the Holy Ghost, the power of God comes in us and, and we begin to speak in an unknown tongue, that unruly member of our body uh, that sometimes is hard to tame, hard to keep the old mouth shut. How, no, don't raise your hand, but how many have felt that way? Sometimes the mouth just engages and you say stuff and you thought, well, I wish I hadn't have said that. That unruly member... I would say that every one of us are guilty of that, including myself, all of us, at some point or another. But when you get the Holy Ghost, and there's total power in your life, your tongue, the Bible says it, it's the most unruly member of the body, but your tongue will begin to speak in a language, and it is God controlling that. It's not something I create, you create. It's something that God begins to come through. And that, when people receive the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues, it is a miracle. <laughs> it is a miracle. What power comes forth from that? But you know, it's not, that, that's the initial sign of the Holy Ghost. But when you receive the Holy Ghost, there's some other signs that really come in your life. Also, the fruit of the Spirit. You begin to bear fruit. You begin to bear the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, it, that is also a sign that we have received the Holy Ghost. Now, the initial sign, of course, you speak in tongues. But then you begin to bear fruit as you walk with God and begin to grow in God. You, you, you bear the fruit of the Spirit in your life. You don't walk around like you did before. You don't walk around with hatred. That's not the gift of the Spirit. What's, what's one of the gifts of the Spirit? It's love. You don't walk around with... Uh, uh, just you know you receive the Holy Ghost and, and you still walk around with no joy in your life the Bible says that joy is a part of that fruit of the spirit peace long suffering I mean the list of the fruit begins to bear forth in our lives through the power of the spirit of God as we grow in God some powerful things begin to transform our lives through the spirit of God 
but it is a miracle of deliverance that our tongue doesn't speak the things we used to speak we don't think the things we used to think now there's times that the devil tries to throw thoughts in your mind you have the power to put on the armor of God and overcome those things I would recommend to you and this is what uh, we have been doing putting on the armor of God before you go to work put on that that helmet salvation put on that breastplate of righteousness put on that that shield of faith gird yourself gird your loins put on that uh, uh, let your feet be shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace let, put on that armor take that sword that two edged sword and, and go, to, go to battle you're protected you're covered but speak it out of your mouth before you go to work and let your your life be covered in the power it works in the power of his word speak it out of your mouth but God has delivered us in a miraculous way deliverance only comes through the delivering power of Jesus Christ I can't create it myself for spirits to become to come under subjection in my life for those strongholds to be broken it's going to take me connecting with the spirit and power of God it is a miracle working power in the book of 1st John chapter 3 verse 8 it says he that committeth sin is of the devil for the devil sinneth from the beginning for this purpose the son of God was manifested now I want us to look at this scripture he that cometh he that committeth sin of the is of the devil for the devil sinneth from the beginning period okay that's one half of the scripture but then it goes on and says for this purpose the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil when we talk about deliverance and the miracle of deliverance here tonight there was sin in our lives we were following the ways of the devil and the devil sinned in the beginning because of that sin that is the whole purpose of the son of God it was manifested in the flesh God in the flesh he came to this earth that he might destroy the works of the devil so what happened in your life uh, as we began to testify the miracle working delivering power of God what was happening was the spirit of the Lord the purpose of the Lord came into your life when you open yourself up to him and it came in and began to destroy the works of the devil you were set free you were delivered in a miraculous way amen sister sherry god did that for you i know you know that he did that for you elise he did that for you sister juan Sister Janae, he did that for you, Sister Connie. He did that for, for you, Brother uh, Luke and Sister Amanda and Sister Sheets and then, of course, the rest of us. He, he did that for us. He came to this earth, put his, his spirit in a fleshly form and manifested in the flesh, came that he, might that he might destroy the works of the devil and set us free. Amen, and set us free. But one thing I mentioned, the devil doesn't like, I mean, he operates in possessing people that turn themselves over to the spirits of hell. 
and darkness and evil. But the spirit of hell also operates in the realm of deceit. That's the reason it's so important for a church to walk in truth of the word of God. Some people might say, well, it's, you know, hey, we don't have to have this. We don't have to. No, you, let me stop here and say this. There are churches in this world that touch a little bit of taste of God. There's no doubt. And there's no doubt that some people, a lot of people love God. But there are some churches that are preaching and teaching uh, not truth. But you look at a church that preaches and teaches truth, you're going to see an anointing. You're going to see a move of God. You're going to see people's lives delivered and set free. You're going to see a, 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 an anointing of the Spirit of God flowing within a service in and, and such a powerful way. Truth matters. Truth of the Word of God matters. Truth and salvation truth in holiness, truth in, in our walk with God every day, truth in uh, the Godhead. Uh, you know, we are, are believers that God was manifest in the flesh. It's bore out in the scripture. But there's so many doctrinal truths of the word of God. Thank God that we have those truths and anybody can have it. It's in the word of God. But truth does matter because the devil tries to operate in deceit and he wants us to not understand and walk in truth. When we get to the point, no, let me rephrase that. If we ever get to the point of compromise, we're going to lose anointing. Amen? Anybody that compromises is going to lose anointing. They might feel like, and I've even talked to people at times that thought, well, we're going to do greater things. No, you compromise, you lose anointing, and you can see it come to pass. Truth matters. First John 3 and 8, I, oh, I just mentioned that, uh, that he might destroy the works of the devil, but truth overcomes the power of deceit. See, the devil works in deceit, but if we know truth of the word of God, that's the reason why it's important for truth to be preached, to, uh, truth to be taught, uh, truth also to be read in the word of God. You need to read it for yourself, the word of God. In the book of John, chapter 8, verse 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It shall make you free. We need the truth of the word of God because it's going to set us free. It's going to make us free. Amen. We need to walk in truth. It'll make us free. One thing about this miracle deliverer of Jesus Christ is Jesus is the only answer to these things. He's the only answer to the, to the need of deliverance is he has a miracle working power of his spirit and truth that will set us free. There was a prophecy of Jesus in the book of Isaiah, the Old Testament, chapter 7, verse 14. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. 
That's appropriate scripture for this time of the year, or any time of the year, of course, but Christmas time, talking about the birth of Christ. That was a prophecy of the Old Testament. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. The fulfillment of that prophecy is found in the New Testament, book of Matthew, chapter 1, verse 23. As it says, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. There it is again. And then came forth the interpretation of it, which being interpreted is God with us. It says a child. It's talking about Jesus. But he is God with us. He is the answer. He is the creator in a fleshly form that came to this earth, gave his life for us, and overcame the powers of darkness and sin. Uh, took back the keys from hell. Uh, he, he shook up hell by all means. The devil hates the fact that he thought he had him and then he resurrected. He ascended up in heaven, but he resurrected first out of the tomb and walked upon this earth and ascended up in the heavens and uh, he overcame through truth he overcame the deceit of hell it disrupted hell he also said I am the way the truth and the life he is the answer and here's the great thing about this as we talk about the testimonies of being delivered here tonight do you realize that every spirit is subject to Jesus? Every spirit is subject to Jesus. Those spirits that were disrupting your life, those spirits that were tormenting your mind, those spirits that, were, that you were struggling with, the battles and the struggle of the flesh, and those spirits that kept tempting and fighting us and battling with us, Every spirit is subject to Jesus. Jesus used his authority to cast out devils of people that have been possessed for years. They were bound. In the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, or principalities or powers all things were created by him and for him and since he is the creator of all things we do understand that all spirits are subject to him if he says stop they have to stop if he allows them to go forth which he has given them the power uh, uh, over the air and uh, if he gives them that authority then they operate until he says stop but the Lord does listen to the cry and the prayers of his people. When we cry out to God and we're asking God to stop the spirits of hell and we take that authority that God has given us, every spirit of hell is subject to the authority of God. And God has given us that authority to speak it against the powers of darkness and every spirit. But every spirit is subject to Jesus. He is the miracle deliverer also every power must obey Jesus they must obey him at the crucifixion Jesus told Pilate 
In John 19, 11, Jesus answered him, Thou couldst have no power at all against me, except it were given thee from above. Therefore he that delivered me unto thee hath the greater sin. He was saying to him, You have no power, Pilate. You might think that you're great and powerful and almighty. The only reason why you have power is because the Lord has given you and allowed you to have that. He can stop it at any time. The Lord could have stopped the crucifixion at any time. He didn't even have, you know, a lot of people say, well, he could have called 10,000 angels and come and taken them off. He didn't even have to call the angels. All he had to do is just speak the word or just think the word. I don't know. God can do anything. If he just thought it, it would happen. He would have come off the cross in a moment's time before anybody would have even thought about it. He didn't have to have 10,000 angels to come and take him off the cross. He was all powerful. But he allowed it to happen because he wanted to go through that struggle for us because he's a miracle deliverer. And thank God that he went through that. But he said to Pilate, Thou couldst have no power at all against me except it were given thee from above. The powers of darkness has no authority over the children of God. Matter of fact, nature, the laws of nature is even subject to his authority. It's proven in the word of God. Nature is subject. The laws of nature you remember when he cursed the fig tree and it dried up? That fig tree was subject to his authority. You remember the wind that ceased when he spoke to it? Peace be still. Remember that story? The wind was subject to his authority. Uh, do you remember um, the Sea of Galilee? When he was walking on it in the midst of a storm, it was under his authority. <laughs> under his authority. I don't know why God allowed a major hailstorm hit our church after we moved in here and we bought the church building. Well, I say I don't. When we seen a, a hole in the roof about the size of a softball and water was coming down here, I thought, oh my goodness. But the Lord worked it out. He allowed it to happen and we got all new roofs out of every building in this complex and we had a little bit of money left over. God works things out. We don't understand why they happen at the time they happen, but it worked out for the good of the church. Thank the Lord for that. I don't know why he allowed a man's uh, his uh, accelerator to stick in a Toyota pickup that was brand new and run through our sign. He ended up giving us money for that. About $10,000 that we were able to buy some things for the church because he had a purpose. Didn't understand it at the time, but when things like that happen anymore I just kind of chuckle okay God I know you've got a plan here something's going on but I know you've got a greater plan a greater good but 
even the laws of nature must obey Jesus so the things that buffet you and you struggle with and you have a hard time with and you're trying to overcome God has authority over that just keep yourself in prayer just keep talking to God just keep speaking with authority over these things and you're going to see a miracle of deliverance in your life we've heard the testimonies tonight you know Jesus was accused of a lot of things as he walked upon this earth many accused him out of envy and pride but Jesus had a message of deliverance that's the reason why he came here even the scribes and the Pharisees were learned people they, learned, they were learned in the, in the laws of, of God but they didn't have enough spiritual insight to know who Jesus was that he was the Messiah didn't have enough, enough spiritual insight to understand that the carnal mind couldn't comprehend it in 1 Corinthians 2 13 through 14 which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth but which the Holy Ghost teacheth comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God for they are foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned spiritually discerned a natural man can't comprehend these things just can't comprehend them for their foolishness unto him praying to some people is foolishness and a waste of time fasting to some people is very foolish and a waste of time coming to church to a lot of people in this world is a waste of time how many more things could you be doing you could be you know you could be drinking a Budweiser somewhere you could be at a bar somewhere you could be struggling at home with and and, and struggle and strife in your home you know the world looks at you could be doing so many other things but to the carnal mind it's foolishness neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but when you come to the Lord and you open up and receive everything that God has for you there is so much more greater beauty in, in being in the house of God and feeling the presence of the Lord that we felt here tonight the flow of the spirit of God what a joy that it is to be able to feel the power and presence of the Lord the world is singing joy to the world Christmas songs right now but you know what I, I'm thankful that they're doing that I'm thankful that at least one time a year they're thinking about joy and thinking about birth of Christ. I hope they're thinking about that. But you know, the church thinks about that year long, year round. We come to the house of God and feel the presence of the Lord, feel the glory of God, feel, you know what I feel in my heart? I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way. When I walked into this building, I felt tired, wore out. Now I feel good. I'm ready to preach another hour if you want to stay around. No, I won't do that but I feel like it I feel good inside I feel peace inside I feel joy I feel strength what a beautiful thing that it is to have a miracle deliverance in my life in my church family's life what a beautiful thing that it is Jesus is misunderstood by many in this world 
But I know one thing. There is no power of darkness that can overcome the power of God. And when Jesus stepped foot on that shore uh, of, of the Gadarenes and that man that came out with that spirit and bowed itself down, it was the spirit of hell that had to fall under the authority of the Lord. And guess what happened to that man that day? A miracle of deliverance. The Lord just simply cast them demons and there were legions of demons in this man's life and cast them into the swine and they ran off and ran into the, into the, um, into the water. But you know, the thing about the Lord is, is he delivered that man in a miracle way. It was a supernatural experience and where people tried to chain him up and control him uh, and he was, he was naked and he was wild and he was probably foaming at the mouth. He was a wild man. But Jesus, in just a moment's time, by the power and the authority of his spirit, those spirits had to go. They had to leave. And they did. And that man was miraculously delivered. And what's really neat about it is when they came to see the man, they saw him clothed and in his right mind. And they got upset about it. They were trying to control him all this time and maybe it was pride because they couldn't chain him enough because he kept breaking the chains. They couldn't chain him down enough but then Jesus comes along and just casts him out and this man is delivered miraculously in his right mind and fully clothed. What does that say to you about the word of God? It says a lot of things. It says God can deliver us, set us free through the power of his spirit it's the speaking of his word. And thank God for the testimonies here tonight. I know there's more testimonies here. But thank God for where God has brought us from. He's not finished. There's more delivering he wants to do. There's more miracles that he wants to do. And I thank God that he is a miracle delivering God. Thank God for that. Amen. I'd like for us to stand here tonight. He didn't cast them out and cast demons out, as they said, through the power of a Beelzebub, which was a demon, or the devil himself. Because a kingdom that casts itself out is divided and will not stand. But Jesus cast him out because he is the all-authority. He is the all authority over the powers of darkness of this world. And anything that is buffeting you or you're struggling with or, or battling with or it seems like a stronghold in your life, just turn it over to Jesus and let Jesus take care of it. Amen. Speak with authority. Talk to the Lord and the Lord can deliver you of that in a miracle way. We've already heard testimonies tonight. We know it's, it's happened and it's happening and it's going to continue to happen as we walk in God. Amen? What a beautiful thing that it is that God has delivered us. And I'm thankful for that delivering power. Let's raise our hands and lift our voice to the Lord and give him thanks here tonight. God, I thank you for the power of deliverance. Thank you, Lord, for the